When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Maze and Brew Pick'em Podcast from Maze and Brew Podcast on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Giardi, joined by Von Lozon and Scotty White here with you ahead of some week eight matchups. We got eight games to bet here this week where we give you our pits, uh, picks, odds via DraftKings Sportsbook. Taking a look back quickly on last week, Scotty and I, we broke even. If you take the VIG out of the equation... Vaughn, he finally came back down to earth, man. A one in seven week, Vaughn. And Scotty mentioned it. You jinxed it. You said you never had a week below 500, and the gambling gods came for you last week, my man. Don't remind me. We don't We don't have to talk about this. We we really don't have to do a recap. It's fine. Uh, no, I, I totally jinxed myself, and I knew. I, I, I want to say, I, I think I may have said something on the pod last week where I was like, you know, just because I said it now, that means I'm going to totally jinx this and it's going to blow up in my face, which is exactly what happened, uh, considering that Arkansas was favored, just straight up lost. Iowa was favored, straight up lost. Texas was favored, straight up lost. Washington was favored and straight up lost. So all of these picks uh, just did not pan out for your boy last week. I am going to get back in my winning ways. And uh, Luke, you and I are now tied with the overall record of 30, 25 and one Scotty, one game behind 29, 26 and one. So man, if I, I, I really think this is going to be a pivotal week of picks for us. What do you say, Scotty? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we were just talking about it before we started recording, but next week, just so many big games. So you want to be in a good position going into that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I maybe I can jinx myself by saying I haven't had an eight and O week yet. So maybe it'll happen this week. Yeah, or oh and eight. You know, given what how, <laughs> how Von jinxed himself uh, a week ago, but. We've got yeah, some good. Luke, Luke could that? you could you have Scott? Could you have Scotty go first every time? So I just pick opposite of yeah. him. <laughs> I, 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 he's going zero and eight now this week because of that. Oh man, we're the gambling gods will crush us all at some point. Like we said, we got eight here this week. This week and next week might make or break uh, the rest of the season. We're gonna have some fun. We're we're gonna kick it off right with the, a Big Ten matchup that all of a sudden Purdue's in the top twenty-five. Who would have thought that Purdue would be the top twenty-five? team against Wisconsin in this matchup here this week. However, Wisconsin's going to West Lafayette as a three-point favorite over the Boilermakers here this week. Vaughn, who do you like? Uh, you know, I've been going back and forth on this one. Wisconsin hasn't really been impressive, barely beat, uh, who was it, Army last week at home. I think it was like a touchdown or something like that. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Purdue, actually. Uh, they they looked pretty impressive against Iowa. And uh, David Bell, I talked about him a few weeks ago, but that man is the truth at wide receiver for Purdue. So, albeit this is kind of one of those games that I could see going Wisconsin's way, I am going to take Purdue at home. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go with Purdue, too. Um, yeah, Purdue 
I was obviously, I think we talked about it last week and everybody knows they were not the number two team in the country and they're really not that good. Um, but still, that was a obviously very impressive road win for Purdue last week. Um, and you look at Purdue's losses, I mean, aside from Minnesota's shocking loss to, I think it was Bowling Green, you know, they're, they're not a bad team. Um, and Purdue held their own and looked like they could pull off the upset against Notre Dame on the road too. Um, so yeah, I was surprised that Wisconsin was favored in this one. So I'm going to take Purdue to cover. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the home team with the points here pretty much uh, every time in a matchup like this. I think these are two pretty evenly matched teams, but what I like is Purdue's defense. Held Iowa to seven a week ago, held Minnesota, who we know has an explosive offense, to 20, held Illinois uh, to just nine points. They've been playing good, and I don't like this Wisconsin offense. I think Graham Mertz is turnover prone. He's got two touchdowns and seven interceptions. Man, he hasn't lived up to, to what he was billed to be. So I think this Purdue defense is going to at least keep it close. I, I, it's, it's a toss-up on who's going to win. So when that's the case, give me the three points as we head to the Big 12. And this is this is even more shocking, I feel like. Number eight, Oklahoma State. Coming off the big win on the road at Texas last week, they are seven-point underdogs as they head to Iowa State. Scotty, where are you going in this one? Yeah, again, definitely a shocker. Um, I was thinking that this would probably be Oklahoma State minus seven. Um, don't know what Vegas knows that we don't, but Iowa State, it doesn't look like the team that they were last year. Um, and Oklahoma State impressed me last week when they were down on the road against Texas, who's shown the ability to be a really good team. Um, I thought that was an impressive comeback win. Um, so, yeah, I like Oklahoma State to win this game and definitely cover. Vaughn, how about you? Yeah, this is definitely one of those games where Vegas knows something, right? And there are a few games like this each week where you're kind of just scratching your head, like, what's going on here? Oklahoma State, I mean, you and I were talking about this before we went on, Luke, is Oklahoma State undefeated, just went to Texas and won when they were underdogs. Something's got to be going on there. So just because of that, I'm actually going to go with Iowa State. I uh, I just have a weird feeling that this is going to be one of those oddball games where early in the week you say, why is Oklahoma State an underdog uh, when they're undefeated, number eight in the country? And then the game plays out and you're like, oh, okay, that's why. So I'm going to take uh, the Cyclones here to cover. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I, I wish I had that capability to be like, there are people much smarter than me that are making these lines, you know? But for me, I, I can't do anything. Oklahoma State's played, played three consecutive ranked teams, uh, almost all double-digit wins. It was an eight-point victory against Texas on the road last week. The defense is legit. Like, that's what it is at the end of the day. Iowa State's offense against good teams hasn't been kind of what we thought it was going to be here this year. I think Oklahoma State, at minimum, is going to keep this game within a touchdown. So, I mean, I have to take the seven points here with Oklahoma State. And then we've got another one to where, hey, beginning of the year, who would have thought this would be the line? Pittsburgh is three-and-a-half-point favorites over visiting Clemson. Vaughn, where are you at in this one? Yeah, I'm going to take Pitt, actually. I Clemson, there's something going on with Clemson. They've they've been off all season. And had it not been for a three-point loss earlier in the year against Western Michigan, believe it or not, Pitt would be undefeated. They hung 77 earlier in the year on New Hampshire. I went to Virginia Tech, which is a very difficult place to play, and beat them by three touchdowns. They've just been very potent on offense, so I think they're going to put up a lot of points in this one. So I'm going to take Pitt to cover and Pitt to win. Scotty, how about you, my man? 
Yeah, the the game against Virginia Tech really um, really showed, I think, what Pittsburgh's capable of. And yeah, at the beginning of the year, I always look at Clemson's schedule and I'm like, where where can they get an upset? And I was like, oh, here's a potential upset on the road. Pitt's upset them in the past. Um, and now Pitt's coming in as the favorite, which I think is funny. Um, but yeah, I think this is kind of the game that's going to show that Clemson's just not very good. And I think that Pitt's going to win kind of comfortably. And I think that they're going to cover this minus three and a half. Yeah, I like the hook on this one with the points. Uh, again, I'm not really sure who's going to win, but uh, the the three and a half, man, for Pittsburgh, uh, you know, generally to, to win by four or more against this defense, held Syracuse to 14, Boston College to 13, North Carolina State to 21 in regulation, Georgia Tech to eight, South Carolina State to three, uh, held Georgia's offense to just three points in the opening week matchup. Clemson's offense stinks. But this defense is still very legit. Some serious playmakers on that side of the football. Clemson keeps it close, and they're going to be able to stay within the three and a half. Moving out west, number 10, Oregon. They travel to UCLA. Bruins, one and a half point favorites here at home, Scotty. Yeah, we were talking about last week just how tough picking these Pac-12 games is. Just, I mean, last week, Oregon, I think they were playing Cal um, and almost – had an upset in that game. Um, you just never really know what team is going to show up. Um, but Oregon, as, after their win against Ohio State, just hasn't impressed me very much. Um, and I believe UCLA, yes, UCLA did cover for me last week. So I'm going to ride with them again at home. Um, I think they're going to win this one against Oregon and cover. Ooh, Vaughn, do you, do you like the favorites at home as well in a top 10 ups? Well, it wouldn't even be an upset, which is, you know, interesting in its own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I do. I think UCLA is going to win. They've been stringing together some nice games here. Uh, I took them earlier in the season against LSU when they were straight up underdogs at home and they won in a convincing fashion. I, I picked against them last week against Washington, which was a, a very foolish thing of me to do. But something weird has been going on with Oregon since that Stanford game. So I'm going to take UCLA to win. Not a huge uh, spread here. Um, one and a half. So I, I think they absolutely win by at least a field goal for sure. So I'll take the Bruins in oh, this one. Oh, man, these two games, the, the last one in this one, going to make or break me because I'm on the other side. I like the dogs again for the uh, fourth straight game. I'm, I'm going with the underdog in Oregon plus one and a half. Uh, UCLA, that, that's kind of a hit or miss team, you know, as well. Struggled with Washington, who we know just is down a little bit this year. Not all that impressive against Arizona either, and everyone's beating the brakes off them. I know Oregon has struggled a little bit since Ohio State, but they whooped up on Arizona. A decent win against Cal last week at the end of the day they got enough firepower i think to take down the bruins or at least uh cover that one and a half and then lsu coach show man he's just uh he's riding it out gonna try and ride off into the sunset nice upset victory over florida a week ago but traveling to take on the lane train at old miss who are nine and a half point favorites vaughn i think this is going to be a huge letdown game for lsu coming off that big win against florida at home the coach o news uh, pretty surprising to me, honestly, I think that's another conversation for another day, but, uh, they, they rallied around that against Florida. I don't think they're going to be able to do it at Ole Miss. I'm going to take, uh, Ole Miss, uh, the lane train, uh, with the points, uh, the nine and a half point spread. Give me Ole Miss. Scotty, where are you at in this one? Yeah, I'm with Bond here. S similar logic too. I mean, coming off of a big win like that and, then you find out that your coach is not going to be back next year. Um, so it's just been an emotional week. 
And then to go uh, on the road to the number 12 team in the country, it's just going to be tough. Ole Miss obviously has explosive playmakers on offense. Um, so I'm going to take Ole Miss to cover. Yeah, at the end of the day, man, this LSU defense just isn't, even in the win last week, gave up 42 to Florida, gave up 42 to Kentucky. And Ole Miss, as we know, man, they can just flat out sling it, averaging 553 uh, yards a game. And they do mix it up really well, just under 300 passing, 262 yards rushing. I don't think LSU is going to have an answer uh, for this Ole Miss offense. And I think Ole Miss is going to cover the 9.5 as we've got a great rivalry game uh, between USC and Notre Dame, number 13th ranked Irish, 6.5 point favorites at home against the Trojans. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, I like Notre Dame to win by exactly a touchdown to give them the cover. Um, but yeah, it's the same story with USC every year. They're ranked preseason top 15 usually. They'll win a couple games against bad teams. People will think they're good. Um, and then they'll slip up in a game that they should win. And then train kind of goes off the rails from there. I don't think they're that good. Um, it's going to be a night game in South Bend rivalry. I think Notre Dame's going to take care of business and cover. Vaughn, you, you in on that or what? No, I'm, I'm going to go opposite of Notre Dame here, actually. I know this is kind of like one of those weird ones, too, because it's not like USC has really done a whole lot this season, especially after they fired Clay Helton. But I'm going to take USC to keep it close. It is a rivalry game. I think it'll be a little bit closer than that six and a half point spread. I could see this being a field goal game. Uh, by the end of it all. So I'm going to take the Trojans here, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm actually exactly with you, Vaughn. I, I just don't think Notre Dame, you know, outside, they needed a lot of luck to beat up on Wisconsin the way they did. A pretty bad Wisconsin team, 41-13. to 13. I don't think Notre Dame's got the capability from start to finish to dominate an opponent that's anywhere equal to them. I think USC at least keeps this one close, keeps it within a touchdown. I'm taking the Trojans plus six and a half. Number five, Ohio State, three, just under three touchdown favorites going into Bloomington against Indiana. The number is 20 that Ohio State is favored by. Vaughn, where are you at on this one? Yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State as much as I hate to do that, but They've been rolling since that Oregon loss uh, on uh, week two. It was there. Put up 41 against Tulsa, 59 against Akron, 52 at Rutgers, and then 66 against Maryland. Coming off a bye week, I think Ohio State rolls into Bloomington and just blows the doors off the Hoosiers. So I'm going to take Ohio State. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going with Ohio State, too. It was looking for a couple weeks there early in the season like it could be an off year, but they – seem to have found their groove. Um, so I'm going to take Ohio State. And also, I just can't believe Indiana after this week is going to be 2-5 and five with five losses to teams all ranked in the top 11 in the country. I mean, that is a brutal schedule. Man, poor, uh, poor Tom Allen and company, man. It is a brutal schedule, especially with, you know, Michael Penix not being uh, the – the same coming off that injury this Tuttle character was horrendous I mean he was he was as bad as a Penn State backup that we saw against Iowa a couple of weeks ago it's just brutal for Indiana right now not gonna get any easier Ohio State they found their groove they're back per usual Ohio State they're gonna cover 20 I think rather easily here this week finally Northwestern coming to number seven Michigan Wolverines 23 and a half point favorite Scotty yeah, this one I've been going back and forth on. Um, I think I think I'm gonna go with Northwestern to cover this. Twenty three and a half is a lot. A week ago, I would have felt comfortable putting 
or having Michigan cover 28, but I think that Northwestern actually looked like a okay team last week against Rutgers. I was very surprised to see them not only win, but win by two touchdowns. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of what happened with against Rutgers, I could see happening again where maybe Michigan, um, well, one, we're coming off the, or they're coming off the bye week. Um, so I could see them come, being a little sluggish because of that. And obviously Michigan State next week. Um, so I could see them sleepwalking a little bit. So it's a lot of points. I'll take Northwestern to cover it. How about you, Vaughn? Nah, man, I, I alluded last week that I, I had Michigan penciled in uh, to cover whatever the spread may be against Northwestern, and I'm sticking with it. I think they're going to cover the 23-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, they have – Northwestern does – has the worst rushing defense in the entire conference. And the last I checked, Michigan still has Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum as their running back duo there. So I think Michigan covers quite easily. Actually, I wouldn't be shocked if they hang a 50-burger – on uh, Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern. So I'm taking Michigan. I'm going to agree with Scotty uh, on this one. I think there's going to be a little uh, coming off the bye week, Russ. I don't think Michigan is in danger of losing this game at all. But 23 and a half, it's a lot to cover. I also think Michigan's going to want to get out of this game healthy because they know they are the far superior team. I think we're going to see backups a little earlier than we might usually see them. And, you know, obviously they've shown. J.J. McCarthy, man's hit a couple deep balls to be able to put Michigan over the top to cover these spreads. But I think they're going to be a little more conservative once they get up big in this game. I like Northwestern to cover the 23 and a half. Those are our week eight best or picks, I guess, on the, on the Pick'em podcast. Uh, all odds provided by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we got a tight one again. Vaughn and myself, 30-25 and one on the year. Scotty, 29-26 and one. This is going to be a big week. And so is next week. Could make or break us. Scotty, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. Follow me at Scotty White underscore. Um, I will be back in the student section for the first time in like a month and a half for this game. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but I will definitely be on Twitter during the game. So you can follow me there. Vaughn, where can we find you, my man? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Give Maze and Brew a follow on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And uh, be sure to give us all those five-star reviews on our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Subscribe, rate, leave those reviews. We love the feedback forum. Hopefully, you know, we are above 500, so you're breaking out a little above if you're if you're listening and tuning in and following us or whatever. And again, we love the feedback. Love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any of the shows wherever uh, you get your shows and your podcasts. Here you can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E. G-H-I-A-R-D-I. And that is going to wrap up our Week 8 Pick'em Podcast for Maze Brew Podcast on the SB Nation Podcast Network. For Von Lozon and Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week.